Hey everybody, welcome to Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. I'm Kevin and I'm here with Aaron. Aaron, say hi. Hello everyone. Alright guys, today we're going to go over a verse in Hebrews. We're going to go over a couple of verses in Hebrews. Hebrews 12, 3 through 6. Hebrews 12, not 11, but 12, 3 through 6. Um, we'll give you guys a chance to, to get there in your Bibles if you still read a paper Bible like me or your new school and have an app, we'll give you a chance to look it up on the app um, while we chit-chat for a second. Aaron, how's your day been, bud? Uh, well, uh, as we talked earlier, I had a pretty frustrating day. Uh, I just seemed to have phone calls every two minutes. Uh, people show up, and I was dealing with a, a clarification issue with my PO, uh, which was cool. I asked for like a three-hour time block to go to church on Saturday. Uh, and she actually gave me way more time than I thought. Uh, but then I was like, hey, just to clarify, when does this start? And she never got back to me, so I was a little frustrated with that. And then just a constant barrage of phone calls with people needing something or just wanting to, to talk. It's a little draining sometimes. Uh, but I get it, man. There's people that are really struggling with getting a job, and they just kind of need someone to talk to. So... Uh, it's cool to be able to be that guy, but sometimes it gets a little frustrating and draining. Overall, yeah. though, it was, it was a good day. Um, I, I got a little time out for the weekend, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's really cool, man. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. Sometimes it's it's hard to be the good Christian we want to be, and sometimes it takes a lot of mental energy and strength to do that. So I understand that, man. Yeah, I had a pretty good day. I, I didn't do much. I got uh, got a hold of a mechanic. I have my Jeep. was has been sitting at a mechanic shop since I got out, and actually a little bit before I got out, and still nothing had been done to it. So today I called him, and he said, look, man, I'm just not going to be able to get to it. i having some trouble getting the help that I was supposed to get. I said, okay. So me and my sister got another mechanic. We're going to send it over there in two weeks. They should look at it next, not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after that, June 9th. So that'd be fun and exciting to get to. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. And then Monday, Monday is an important day for me. I get to meet with the VA and try to get my VA disability stuff straightened out. That'd be good. So it's a good day. Uh, good day overall. So uh-huh. be definitely yeah. exciting to be able to get around where you want to go when you want to go. Yeah. I still got to get a driver's license. There's a lot more headaches than just the vehicle for me, but. You know, self calls and I'm I'm not mad about it, I just it's a lot. I gotta do a lot. So that's where I'm at today. So it's been I wanna say a good day but not a bad day, just kind of a day. You know, we have those days sometimes where it's just kind of a day. And that's that's where I'm at today. Awesome, man. Well, uh yeah. I'm ready to get started. You are, man, if you wanna pray in. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good idea. Um so, real quick, guys, Hebrews 12, 3 through 6 is where we're going to be reading out of. Aaron's going to read it today. Um, go ahead and get an attitude of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time to open up your word and get into it. God, every day this is the highlight of my day because I know that I'm doing something that you would look down and say that I, you are pleased with me and that you are proud of me for, and I love that feeling, God. I ask that. As we open our Bibles, as we examine these scriptures, that you allow us to put them in place so that we cannot just be 
hearers of the word, but doers of the word, God. I ask that you continue to get us to let us know you better. Um, and with that knowledge comes action that is better suited for your mission, God. We ask that you that you stop hatred in the world today, God. Wherever it may be, however it may surface, that you stop hatred. God, we know that you are loved and that there is no hate in you. So we would just ask that you, you help the world get over the hatred that is going on in it right now. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> on a quick side note, um, I have been busy in life, and I haven't watched TV or looked at anything. And I was actually had a phone call today with a lady who told me she had her grandkids because of some stuff that was going on in Minnesota, and I didn't get it. And my roommate was like, dude, have you seen this stuff going on in the news? And he showed me a bunch of videos of an of an incident uh, that, that I was completely unaware of, which brings new light to your frustration over the last couple of days. I, I didn't know that all that was going on. So just a quick side note. Pay attention to what's going on in the world. Don't be an idiot like me. Hmm. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to be in Hebrews 12, not 11, that I texted Kevin earlier today to be in. <laughs> Hebrews 12, 3 through 6. It says, Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. <clears throat> and have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and he chastises every son whom he receives. Uh, so I thought about this uh, just in my own struggles dealing with things, and I kind of had a, I, I guess, a, a situation play over in my mind. You know, I have a, a an 18-year-old daughter. Actually, I'm, I'm sorry, she's going to be 19 soon. Um, and I think about, things that go on in her life and things that she tells me and, and the pain that sometimes that causes because of what she's endured in life and then also decisions that she makes and how strongly I feel to, I, I don't want to say lecture, but uh, exhort her to take different paths. And then I also think about other 18, 19-year-olds that I talk to who will tell me maybe even worse stories. And I, I listen and I'm like, no, that sucks. The thing about the feelings of empathy and the feelings of wanting to fix things for my kids. Uh, I have a 17-year-old son who's going through stuff. But how many 17-year-olds in the world are going through some stuff? And I, it's like, whatever. I mean, not, not that I don't care, but the same feelings that I get when it's my children. And I think about the trials and things that I'm enduring, uh, mostly because of poor decisions that I've made. And then we have Jesus, who made every right decision and endured hostility against himself and was willing to shed blood so that we could have that forgiveness, and how he looks at us as sons and daughters. And I think about the things that I would do for my kids and, and how those feelings are so strong when it comes to our children or family, and that love is so much more intensified when it comes to God and his love for us. Yes. And that we don't need to grow weary when we're 
facing the chastisement of the Lord. He's doing it because he loves us. We're in, if he didn't love us, he wouldn't put us in those situations. He wouldn't try to draw us closer to himself. And yeah. instead of looking at things as punishment and as something horrible, it's because the Lord wants the best for us. Think about if he just let us do whatever we wanted, where would we be? Like I'd be a complete mess. But he, he chastises us. He reproves us. And we don't need to grow weary in that. We need to, to draw strength and realize that we're being loved. Yeah. So when I was a kid and my, my parents got on to me, I was mad. And I was frustrated. And I was angry. I hated them. And I told them that. But looking back now, I constantly tell my grandma and my mom, thank you so much for bringing me up the way you did. Thank you so much for trying. Thank you for teaching me the lessons you learned. Uh, and the same concept when we grow in our Christian walk, we begin to, to thank the Lord for our trials. Yes. Oh, amen. Amen. That's, I, think, I think it's cool to hear your, to hear your perspective on it because for those of you who do not know, I, I don't have children yet. Um, it's a goal of mine one day. Uh, I gotta get it done before I lose all my hair. I don't look good bald. But, um, I don't have children, so I often don't look at these, these verses through a parental lens. So I think it, for me, it's really cool to listen to you talk about how you can relate to that. But, um, I think I'm, I just want to give some contextual, uh, background real quick. So right before this, Paul is talking about um, faithful people throughout the Bible and what happened to them, right? So uh, maybe you guys are like me. Sometimes it's hard to compare, not sometimes, every time it's super hard to compare myself to Jesus because, like, he's Jesus. He's perfect, right? Um, so I have a hard time with that. I know that I have God in me through the Holy Spirit and a lot of other teachings that we can go on. But if you ever get like, hey man, I you're you're comparing us to Jesus, that's not cool. Well, that's Paul's not doing that. Paul's comparing us to other other faithful people, same people who made mistakes but were faithful, right? And had these dire consequences from being faithful. So what he's t- saying is, look, these guys faced the sword when they were faithful and in the word and doing everything right or doing the right thing at that time at least. Now you're facing discipline. Because you're not being faithful. You're not being obedient. But you're not facing discipline so severe that you're being put to the sword, right? And so that's such a cool thing for me to to be able to look back and you're like, you're right. You know, like I've, so I love the fact that you said, um, I think you, you heard me get a little bit of excitement in it when you're like, it's the same way in the faith that when we start to walk things out, we can look back at punishments. And I won't shy away from the word punishment because it is, it's a punishment. But punishments are needed to learn lessons. And so I've seen some of the punishments God's given me. And at the end of the day, God is so great that even these punishments have turned into these major blessings in my life. You know? And so that's such a cool thing for me. But I think that when we look at what the scripture is saying, and listen, guys, uh, you have not resisted sin so much that you shed blood. And God hasn't caused that. But he disciplines you, right? And when he disciplines you, he only does it because he loves you. When we look at how anybody raises a child, whether you believe in spanking a child or not spanking a child, everybody disciplines children. Children have to learn what is okay and what's not okay. But you don't do it because you're mad at your kid. 
You don't do it because you want to see your kid fail. You do it because you know that ultimately it'll lead to successful things. So I can tell you that when when I got into my car accident and I started looking up the consequences of what could happen, man, I prayed to God, said, hey, don't send me to prison. Don't send me to prison. Don't send me to prison. There's people who do this that don't go to prison. Please, God, don't send me to prison. But I needed to be punished, uh, both in a legal legalistic way for the world, right, but also in a way that would sit me down and cause me, much like going to the corner for a child, I needed to examine not just that one singular choice, but all those choices that led up to that. God knew that. So God punished me. And I won't shy away from the word punishment because it's not a bad thing. God loved me so much that he said, hey, you did something really, really bad. And you need to you need to figure out why you did it. And so he, he punished me. But he did it because he loves me. And now I can look back at the punishment, the so-called punishment, and realize it was the greatest thing to ever happen to my soul. Right, being able to really get to know Jesus and find Jesus. Um, so I really like the way you brought that together with the, you know, um, looking back now, you can thank your grandma and your mom. And looking back now, I can be thankful to God. And I think that's really poignant for us as we, because we will always stumble. That's what we do, guys. We stumble, we get back up, we keep reaching out towards God because we know he is perfect, we are not. But as we stumble... When we're being punished, and it sucks, because golly, did I hate being in prison. But as mm-hmm. as it sucks, we we need to remember God's doing this for a reason, and it's because He loves us. Amen. I definitely agree, man. I know I've talked to people who don't have kids, um, and it's kind of the same thing. It's it's hard to understand having kids. I'm very blessed. And just, well, we can all look back at things that our parents told us that at the time we were angry. And, I mean, one of the classic examples is don't don't touch the stove when it's on. You know, we, we don't tell them as it is because we're trying to keep something magical from them and or something fancy. Or, don't hey, don't, don't ride your bike in the street in traffic. And then when we take their bike away for a week, like they hate us, they're mad, they're angry. As they grow older, so, they gate, they, you know. Is it weird that when my sisters were all watching me, they always told me to ride my bike in traffic? No, uh, that's kidding. perfectly normal. I mean, just knowing you as, as well as I know you, I, I encourage <laughs> you to ride your bike in traffic, uh, preferably the, the freeway. No. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. We're just kidding. Sorry, I don't want to get too far off base. So, but but those things are and well, even in friendships, man. I. I uh, I definitely get on my friends, uh, you know, with poor decisions and everything, and I do it because I love them, not because I'm trying to keep some something from them or I'm, I'm trying to punish them or whatever. It's because or I, I take love away them. their joy. Yeah, I, I definitely don't want to take their joy away. I want what's best for them, and God wants what's best for us. And if that means sometimes when we look at the children of Israel, especially, I, I know I've commented my favorite book of the Bible is Judges, and it looks like He was punishing them all the time. But again, they did evil. But the moment that they turned, there's so many times in there says they repented. They turned to the Lord and he sent them a deliverer every time. And God does yeah. that. And then we we get out of line and something's got to happen. And yeah, I like I, that you highlight punishment. It's, it's true. But those things push us to being so much better of a person 
Uh, and I think we understand that better than maybe some of our listeners who haven't been through the same things we have. So, Which is yeah. good. We don't. We we encourage our our listeners not to be not to go through what we have because we we've fallen a lot further, but it allows us to see how high he can pick us up. And I think that's that's one of the beautiful blessings about it. So when we talk mm-hmm. about like so, you know, my favorite part of this every time is talking about how how do we walk this out? How's this first walked out, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that. There's two parts to it, right? That first part, he says, he's talking about um, do not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted the point of shedding your blood. And I I think that we can go a little bit further with that, guys, and say we can always push further. When you're resisting a sin, when you're trying not to lust, when you're trying not to drink, when you're not trying not to do drugs, when you're trying not to get angry or take advantage of somebody – Whatever it may be, right? When you're trying and you're, you feel like you're at your boiling point, hey guys, keep pushing. Cause we're not at the point of shedding blood yet. So keep pushing. Keep fighting against, against sin. Cause we know how wrong it is. So, um, so for me, that's the first part about walking it out, walking out this verse. Keep fighting a little bit longer. Cause you have not resisted to the point of shedding blood. And the second part is that we need to be, we need to encourage people while they're going through punishments. Right, says the word of encouragement that addresses you, right? But we also we need to understand that while we are going through punishments, it's not it's because God wants us to see wants to see us happy forever, not happy in the moment, but happy forever. And we need to remember the things that will make us happy forever, and that's God. Amen. That's definitely a great way to to apply this and walk that out. And I definitely encourage anyone. Who may feel like they're being punished or be angry at God? Look at the fact that He He loves you and He cares for you and that He wants the best for you. And in that, just being faithful and, and trusting that He has a greater plan in mind, and not growing weary in that, and just continue to to push on, continue to find the best possible route that you can take in life I I know when I was really in a dark time a friend of mine who was all about spiritual discipline he said man just just stick to one discipline if it's just reading one proverb a day if it's just reading one verse a day if it's just saying a short prayer a two minute a one minute a 30 second prayer whatever discipline you can hold on to just stay faithful in that and, and God will definitely show himself strong Amen. I think that's um, that's that's a great thing to point out. That's very very well said, guys. Um, stay in prayer. Stay in the Word. Stay with God, and recognize those punishments as a blessing. Even you know, oftentimes I have to tell myself, I can't see it yet, but I know it's in there, right? I can't see it yet, but I know it's in there. And you you know, something that I find helpful in my everyday walk is the next time that you feel like there's a punishment or an obstacle in your way or something is dragging you down, take five minutes and list out everything, every major obstacle in the last ten years God has gotten you over, right? And then pick out which ones are harder or bigger obstacles than what you're currently facing. I guarantee you most of them will be. But God always gets you through. God always sees you through. Amen.
All right. I think that was, that was pretty good, Aaron. What do you think? Do you think we uh, gave the listeners something to think about? I love it, man. I think definitely we did. Um, again, uh, hit us up. We definitely want some feedback. We, we want we want questions. We encourage challenges. We, we encourage you guys to to hit us up with a verse that you would like us to look at. And, we, I mean, we definitely will. So just you know, hit us up. Give us some comments. Uh, interact. Like we said, we want interaction. We're, we're here for you. We're, we're doing this for the listeners. Uh, we also, of course, get benefit out of it by getting in the word and being the fellowship. But, uh, man, we, we, we want to hear from you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, we do. And you guys, like you said, reach out Facebook, Twitter, uh, on our podcast. We get messages there. Just reach out. For most of you, for most of our listeners at this point, you probably know us personally. Reach out. Let us know you're listening. Uh, we'll give you a shout out on the, on the podcast. All right, Aaron, do you want to pray us out? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Heavenly Father, we, uh, we again praise you and thank you. Uh, for your word, we thank you for your encouragement. We thank you that you're always there when we need you the most. Well, we thank you for our trials. We thank you for, for your punishments. We thank you that you've brought us to the men that we are today through those things. I pray that as our listeners listen, that they can look back and find something that you've brought them through and hold on courage and hope through whatever it is they may be going through. For everything going on in the world, for the for the hatred, for the racism, for nonsense going on, please, Lord, give us peace, give us love, give us understanding, give us compassion. Uh, touch these people that are full of hatred. Touch them in, in a way that only you can to show them love, to give them give them your love, Lord. We this as the world goes through. Uh, chaos right now, um, burning buildings and, and acting out. Just, just please have your hand on it, Lord. For our brothers who are dealing with the sickness still in the facility, bless and encourage them. Uh, touch their families. Uh, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Love right. you. Love you.